Welcome to Christ Church Anglican. We hope that you were blessed by today's sermon. Friends in Christ, grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you will not have life within you. Okay, let's be honest. Let me see by just a nod of your head. How many of you does that statement make? Just a little bit uncomfortable. Right? I mean, it just does, doesn't it? It's a... a, it's a little troubling. You know, we, especially we Anglicans, we hear something like those words every week, don't we, when we come here. We hear it in the Eucharist, uh, in the Lord's Supper. And, um, and so it takes a little bit of the edge off of them by hearing them every week when you hear something like this. But I want you to know that today, these words of Jesus in John chapter 6, uh, Jesus isn't talking about the Eucharist here. He's not. It might be like some kind of a foreshadowing or something, something like that. But, you know, the Eucharist wasn't initiated until the night before he died. This was a long time before that when he says this, eat my flesh and drink my blood. Um, I wonder what would happen if we put these words out on the marquee sign out on Midkiff, right? We put them out there. We say, uh, Come to Christ Church where we eat Jesus and drink his blood every week. You know, people might hear that and at least get scared and maybe run the other way. It's funny, if you think about it, that's exactly what happened to the crowd when Jesus said it in his day. Right? They went, ew. And they went the other way. It says, um, actually the scripture says later, it says that many of, even his disciples, many of them, left him and went away because the teaching was too hard, they said. Um, this teaching of Jesus is shocking. It's startling when you hear it. And I believe that's exactly what Jesus was doing that day when he said those words. He needed to startle the crowd and wake them up. See, after Jesus fed the 5,000, which is right before this passage, uh, you know, it was actually probably more than 5,000. The scripture says 5,000 men, but there's also women and children there that day. Anyway, after he fed the crowd, however many it was, no small crowd, the word got out and the crowds that followed Jesus began to grow and swell. Free food. For all who follow Jesus, right? Jesus became the hottest meal ticket in Israel. But free food is not the reason why God sent his only begotten son into the world. He was sent so that whosoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. The crowd was looking for lunch. And Jesus was offering them eternity, eternal life. He's saying to the crowd, don't just settle for bread. Don't just settle for a full stomach. Instead, 
Take me. Take me, he says. Believe in me. Receive me. Take me into your life. And I'll fill you up and satisfy you so fully in your spirit, so much more than any physical thing could do. I'll give you new life. I'll give you eternal life. If you take me, I'll give you more than just bread for your body. Take me. Eat me up. Let me fill you up. You know, back when I was a young dad with two small kids, which seems so long ago now, right? I mean, because my oldest just turned 40, and she was like a little bitty girl then. But um, back then, I used to travel some in my work. Uh, And I got in this habit of bringing them back a treat whenever I went out of town. Nothing too big or expensive. Usually it was just something I picked up in the airport gift shop, you know. Um, I called them POJs, pieces of junk. (laughs) Airport POJs, that's what we call them at our house. Um, And, um, but to them, they were like treasures, right? Little treasures. And one time, I had to go out of state for about 10 days to do an audit for the people that I worked for. And this was like an unusually long time for me to be out of town. And, uh, and I missed my family and they missed me. And I was really excited when the day came to go back home. And, um, and yes, I did stop in the airport gift shop and pick up some POJs. And I put them in my briefcase. And when I got home that day, I walked in the door and my kids came running and I knelt down and put my arms out to greet them and they ran right to my briefcase. (laughs) You know, they knew where the treat was. I'd kind of trained them that way. It's kind of like Pavlov's dog, right? I mean, they knew right where to go for the treat and how to get there. Uh, They were just being kids. But I did feel a little bit sad inside when that happened. Just a little. Not for long. Later, as I thought about that day, I wondered, though, if that's how the Father feels about me sometimes. When I'm more interested in, in what I can get from him than I am in being with him. You know, knowing him. Spending time with him feasting on him, in fellowship with him, letting him fill me up as I read his word. You know, I heard a preacher say one time, sometimes we treat Jesus like room service in a hotel. We call him up when we need something. But when when we have all our needs met, we don't turn to him. We settle for this, this kind of relationship with him, when what he wants with us is so much more. And what he has to offer us is so much more. You know, I believe this was the message to that crowd that day. And it's his message to us too today. When, when he said, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no life in you. 
He's calling you to a different kind of relationship with him, deeper, fuller, to take him in. He wants us to wake up. He wants us to snap out of it and wake up. Don't just settle for getting your physical needs met by Jesus. When he offers you so much more, so much more. Sure, he gives you eternal life when you believe. Of course he does. And thank God for that. But eternal life is not just a life after death benefit like life insurance. Eternal life is for today. It's for right now. Jesus wants us to, by faith, be filled with him every day. Every day. To daily ask him into our hearts and into our lives and to be filled up every day by his spirit. He'll satisfy the longings of our hearts and our spirits. He'll fill the empty spots in us that's caused by the hurts and disappointments of our lives in this world each day. You know, I believe that so much of the world is spiritually starving these days. We chase after earthly things, earthly POJs, trying to find physical things to fill spiritual needs. We look to earthly leaders and political movements to give us hope for the future. And none of these people, places, or things can fill our true needs, none of them. The need to be filled, the need to be loved, the need to be accepted, the need to have a hope and a future. For all of us today and every day, Jesus stands at the door of our hearts and he knocks. He knocks, he wants us to wake up. It's like, hey, are you in there? Open up, open up, let me in. I want to spend time with you. I want to visit you in your home. <laughs> I, want, I want you to invite me in so we can be together in fellowship. He says, I want you to invite me in and talk to me in prayer and listen to me as you read my word. There's so much more that he wants with us and that he wants to give us. You know, by faith today, ask him in. Ask him in for fellowship. You know, eat him up. <laughs> eat up Jesus. Be filled up with him. Drink him in. Be filled up with Jesus. He'll satisfy your longings like nothing in this world could ever do. In the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for tuning in. For more information, feel free to visit us online at ccanglican.com. We hope you will join us again soon.